Danielle Davis. I'm Shannon Kessler. And we are your girlfriend's guide to Formula One racing. And we are back two weeks in a row. Look at us. Uh, look at us. I know the rest of the grid is going on summer break, but we are not. We are here we are and not. committed and creating the content that we love to make. So here we go. We're back. We're, well, who knows? If this is... <laughs> We don't want to jinx it, you know? (laughs) Don't jinx it. Yeah, don't jinx it. But we are back in action and just in time for silly season. But before that, it was spa. And you know I love spa. It's your favorite track of the season. And you know what? Spa did not disappoint because spa gave us everything spa is going to give you. It's going to give you rain. Rain. It's going to give you buckets of rain and then it's going to give you a heart attack on Sunday because you don't know like if the weather's going to cooperate with a little bit of rain or if you're going to get a tsunami spot just a bag of buckets we don't know what we're going to get uh at my grandmother we used to always say like this is this is a, a southern colloquialism so don't come for me but she would always say that if the sun is shining and it's raining that the devil's beating his wife oh shit <laughs> And that's all I could think about at Spa. It was a real devil's beating his wife weekend. <laughs> because it was raining and it was sunny, like back and yeah. forth. It was. You would see like a little pocket of like blue sky. And you're like, whoa, is that sun at Spa? Is it weird? <laughs> like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, sun at Spa is weird. It also looked so, it looked perfectly brisk and chilly there. And I was jealous mm-hmm. because it is this like surface of the sun and everywhere else and it looked then when those little crisp jackets looked so looked so yes there was a point in the race where they're like the rain's coming and they're and crofty was like oh i felt the i felt the cold the cold front moving in and so did the crowd like they panned the crowd and like everyone's got like putting on their jackets and their hair's blowing and i'm like oh it really is breezy (laughs) chilly the rain's i was jealous that's jealous. I love spa and I, it's still my bucket list. It's still my number one. I want to go so bad. Um, I know that if that's a controversial opinion because a lot of people hate spa, but I love it and I stand by it. I love the rain and I loved sprint at spa. The sprint at spa was awesome. And first I, ever like, sprint at spa. First sprint at spa didn't, it didn't disappoint. I mean, no, I don't, Friday, we had like an exciting quality practice quality to get to Sunday. And then Saturday, I actually set my alarm at 545 to so I would be up by you six did. To, to get to watch the shootout. And as spa always delivers some type of delay it was like, just kidding. Glad that you yeah. set your alarm so early on Saturday, but you don't need to be awake quite right yet because we're not ready. I was going to tell you that that was a mistake. Yeah, it was a mistake. <laughs> and I you was could have so given yourself like 20 more minutes because you knew it was going to be, it had to be delayed. Yeah. It had Spa to be. always gives you a, like a hold, hold on. Hold you on. You're ready, but you need to hold on just a little bit. You uh, can always hit snooze on Spa. You like, can. You can get 10 more minutes out of it anytime. Yeah, every time. Uh, every but, time. Okay. I don't love, I, I think we talked about this at the last sprint. I don't love the new sprint qualifying formula, how it's like qualifying for the race. Friday, we qualify for the race on Sunday. And then Saturday, it's like the qualifying. Because remember last season, you would qualify and then that was the sprint. And then the sprint was how you qualified for the race. I like the continuity of that much more than this, like, 
you're here and you got a grid penalty and that's the qualifying for this. And then I was trying to explain it to my husband because he watches formula one and is into it, but is not obviously as avid a follower as us. And he's like, wait, what, like, what are they doing right now? What are we watching? I thought they qualified yesterday. And I was like, they switched it up on us again. So I do have some like light beef with the sprint formula because I, I think that it's a little confusing to a casual fan, but the new one, but I do love it in general. Yeah. I'm, I honestly, I like this format better because I do think it gives you a different, like it gives you a different flavor. And like yeah. if you're, if you're going to be a fan and you want to go for three days, well, a sprint's a really the way to do it because you get, oh, for you, sure. you're very invested every day at the track. And not that you're not in other ways, but like, this is just a very exciting format where you're like, Oh, okay, wait a minute. So Friday determines Sunday, but Saturday's its own beast. But Saturday is so important because you're getting a different amount of points than you would get for yeah. like, you know, for anything else. So in that way, I, I really did like it. Um, but I also kind of felt like whatever momentum you had on Friday, the sprint shootout kind of put a pin in it and you're like, well, you're going to have to carry that momentum over until Sunday. But I kind of liked it because especially with this season, because it's such a Red Bull dominated season and it's just like, ugh, okay. I just thought it made it way more interesting for the rest of the grid, the way that they formulated this structure for the sprint. Yeah. I mean, and I see the pros and cons in both sides of it. And I do like that it makes every single day much, have much more weight. Like your ticket means way more on a sprint weekend. I feel like you, you get a lot more like bang for your buck, a lot more racing, but I just like what you said with the momentum. I think that it does, it kind of like kills your momentum. And then you like start. It's a lot of like start stop. I, that's my only issue with it. I liked the, like the building of each one of like, you qualified for the sprint and then the sprint is how you qualify for the race. I liked that format of it personally better, but I do see the value in both. I just, yeah, it's a lot to keep up with. And I think it's a lot of like, okay, you got points here and then you didn't. And then like, I don't know. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. It's just a lot of moving. It is. It's different. I mean, it is different, but you know, I just, I kind of think for, for a casual fan, I do think you're like, wait, does that make sense? What? I mean, yeah, you know, I get it, but I'm, I, but I'm a fan. I was, I mean, and I, I, I've always kind of been on the fence with the sprint, but I really do like the shootout version of how they did it better than like how it all went down. So that's, I think I wouldn't, I'd like it better if maybe it was the sprint shootout was on Friday. It was like sprint shoot, like ever that all stuff was Friday and then you qualified Saturday and then you went into the race. But I mean, I get the reasoning behind it, why it's not like that. It's for me, it's just more of a like the back and forth on the time of like who's well, where. Well, your boy really is- capitalized on um, on the 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 quality being on Friday because your boy was able to take yeah, advantage of a five second penalty from Sir Max Verstappen, and you know ended up on pole on Sunday, which was yeah pretty awesome. And then his momentum all got kicked in the can on. <laughs> on Saturday, and then he came back all right on Sunday. I mean, he came, he came back great. He had well, a great, it, he he did as best as he could. But to your point with that, like Charles did capitalize on this new format because he would have had a shit start if that's how if he would have had to start from yeah. how it ended on the sprint. 
he would have been really, you know, like, here we go again. But he was able oh, yeah. to really, you know, take it to him on sa- on Sunday. And nah, I'm here for that. Okay. Well, let us know what you guys think about the sprint format. Maybe we'll drop a little comment box. So maybe yeah. this clip in the little comment box. Because I'd be, I'd be interested in hearing what other people like what their feedback is on it. If they like, yeah. if they like it the way it is right now, or if they liked last year's, or if they hate it, I know that like some people hate it altogether. I like it, but you know, it is what it yeah. is. I like it too. I think it's great. Okay. Well, so what did you think about the, the actual sprint? Like the, the race, itself? the sprint, those race, the sprint race itself. I wish it had been longer. I understand that, you know, we only had 11 laps because of time constraints because Bobby spawn, but I loved it. It was fun. It was exciting. It, yeah. There was a little bit of a shit bag, you know, strategy from Ferrari, but it was, it was, it was a fun race. It was fun. Yeah, I agree. Good I thought times. it was a, a fun race and I enjoyed watching how teams kind of got equalized in the rain. I mean, that yeah. was, Again, I, and if you're new to this show, like I don't love rain on race day. It just ramps my anxiety through the roof. I know, Danielle, you are a huge proponent. Um, But I kind of felt like you needed to understand like why you have inters and why you have wets and it's for spa. Like specifically, you think those two tires were made for this track. (laughs) Tire strategy is key at spa. I mean, it's at at everywhere, but especially like in the rain at spa, I was excited with the shoot with the sprint shootout to see that Pierre was able to like do so well. I think it was a real, like, I also think because it got shortened to only 11 laps, it was a real, like anybody could take it. And we saw that Pierre, Pierre and and P3, which was fun for Alpine because they've been having a shit week because we got to talk about that, but We've got so much to unpack with Alpine. It's it's a lot going on over there too. But So I felt like that was some joy that they needed. Yeah. Everybody got a little joy that they needed this weekend. Um, Agreed. But also this five-second penalty that was given to to Lewis Lewis Hamilton over this Checo incident. And I mean, and I watch, and again, I try like, again, I know I'm coming from like a place of, of Mercedes on this, but like looking back at this and I'm like, place of I don't Mercedes. understand how this is qualified for an, like you caused a collision, which there, there was no damage to either car. So I'm like, okay, well then why did you just say he caused the collision and then you gave him a five second penalty, but then you get to the race on Sunday and the hole that is in Carlos's car that oh my gosh. he caused from taking out Piastri. And I'm like, there's no, t- there's no penalty in that. Like that's an actual collision and yet no time penalty. No, no, no incident like that. Really? Cause that I was like, FIA, I, if you have these rules, then use them. Like, I just hate the, like the, you get to pick and choose how you want to dictate how these rules get to go to people. And I'm fucking over this. Like, it's really starting to grate my last nerve. And, you know, you know, yeah. I, everyone, if you've listened, you know that Shannon is a rules stickler and she is unhappy with this rule, with this use of the rules. It, uh, I did feel a, gr- a little bit excessive. It did, didn't it? Okay. I mean, even I don't know. the commentators, they said that seems like it, a lot. 
that seems like a racing incident. And it's not like Lewis could have just disappeared from the corner. I mean, you you put pressure on him like he has to go someplace, but he had the inside racing racing line. So I'm like, how is I'm sorry, how is it his fault? And again, I, I don't know. I guess they choose to see what they want to see on their end of the track. But I was like, well, that I'm seems sure like a bunch of bullshit some... to me. And that looks like a racing incident that I've ever seen. So, <laughs> Well, if, I'm sure there was some lobbying on the oh. Red Bull side for yeah. it. You know. I'm, uh... You know, Joss was, Joss was there this weekend, too. Yeah, isn't Joss always there? Like, I Joss guess so, just... yeah. Does he is he like running Max's security now? Is he just like head of security to make sure that Checo stays in his place? I mean, I know Helmet's doing a great job of keeping Checo in his place with his offhand comments, and I'm like, I'm good che- lord! Like the I hope I really do hope this that Checo has a really lovely therapist that is really helping him, like guide him in his life, being like. You just got to get through the rest of this contract and then you got to put this team behind you because it is not good for your mental health and it's probably not good for your emotional state either because they hate you at Red Bull. They hate you. you. to leave. They hate him. Yes. Like, they hate him. And I don't, I mean, we know that he got a little too big for his britches, obviously. You know, he had those, he, he had a couple good weeks and he had some good times and they had to put him back in his place. But the way that they have tried to put him back in his place is... <sighs> There's a heavy hand. <laughs> Very heavy. I mean, Helmet doesn't look like he's packing a lot of heat, but I I think he knows some like old man style. Oh, he's giving the old man like I don't care what I say. Like I'm, you know, I'm yes. in the sunset years of my life. And what is somebody gonna say to me? Like, I don't care. And he's just well, like you- ruining Checo, just taking his knees out. Yeah. You know, like you shake an old man's hand sometime, you're like, that's old man strong. Helmet's that. Like, he's got old man strength and he is not afraid to use it. And I'm like, no. Okay, Mark. I mean, he's probably using that old man strength to just fuck with Checo's car, too. But 100%. But justice for Checo came in second this week. Came in second. He did. Because he... despite the way you want to ruin me fuck <laughs> from off. the inside yeah. of the car out, I will still come in second. I agree. I did think we got some, um, we got some spicy Max back this week and I love Max on the radio was so good so good like we've said this before like he's so calm and cool when he is in control and like everything like he there's no pressure around him but as soon as pressure gets applied that he doesn't like spicy Max comes out and I'm like yes I mean him going back and forth with his engineers I was like oh my Atlanta (laughs) did you see what Christian said he said they bicker like an old married couple (laughs) which is I just think that it was funny because that he that Max was just like fucking with the engineer at the end was like do you guys want to do a pit stop like you want me (laughs) to just come in you you want me to just come in let's get some practice I'm here for Max's just like snarkiness and and now it feels a little bit more comical. It feels less, it feels less like baby, like kind of annoying ranting. I mean, that's still in there. We know that that is, but now it's coming from a place of power and it's more lulls that way. Oh, it's so great. It's between Max's radio and then Max's Heineken zero commercial. Like I've found oh, I didn't this- see that. Oh, you haven't seen this? Oh, it's no fantastic it's you know how they have that um that like zero alcohol beer yeah 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 yeah. oh you gotta find it because it's really funny like the keys always get passed to max and he's driving around like a bunch of drunk friends and you can just see him being like oh like 
eye rolls. And oh, like, I need I to mean, see it's it. Really funny. Um, but if you if you need to find like a little light in your space for Max Verstappen, this Heineken commercial is uh, a good way to do it. I can't wait. I'm going to watch it as soon as we get done here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So favorite parts of the race. I mean, this was less of a snoozer. I think we can all agree Yeah. from that standpoint. And, you know, it had fun. We had fun racing in the sprint. We had a fun qualifying. Um, we had a little dust up. Yeah. We had some people hitting the gravel. We, um, yeah. I would have liked a little bit more safety car action. I would have loved a little bit more safety car to tighten up the field. You know, once, once Max hits the, once he takes the lead and it's just 25 seconds ahead of everyone, you're like, okay. Oh, well. I know. I did kind of feel for Oscar with this because I do think, I don't I think maybe oh, it was in, heart. it was in the sprint where we got a safety car at the end and then Max was just like, oh, this is what we needed to equalize this. And I'm just going to gun him over. And like, Piastri is just such the underdog right now. And he's so vanilla that you're just like, something for this kid would be great. And if this could be the kid to take down Max Verstappen, this could be the Neville Longbottom that we've been wanting to see take down the Dark Lord. We're like, Whoa, could it be? Um, but then the safety car came out and I was like, well, Piastri, it was fun while it lasted. But now Max Plus is it's hard with his car. <laughs> Well, and I felt so bad for him in the – I mean, obviously in that, Max is like, bye, see you later, sucker. But I also felt so bad for um, – I felt so bad for him just getting taken out in the first lap with Carlos. Like, I mean, obviously I felt bad for Carlos too because, you know, I love that boo bear. But I just like – he was, Oscar was having such a great weekend and then they were like, sorry, no soup for you. And then – Ferrari messed it up for him. And, uh, you know, like, you know, I love Carlos, but I was yelling at the TV like an idiot. being Like, no, Carlos, no. What are you doing? The way they left that Ferrari out for way too long to just retire the car, guys. I mean, that was a giant hole. That's not like a you you lost part of your front wing. Like It was like when he said you're losing five percent of your aerodynamics. I was like that. You can't you can't win a race at five percent. Like, why would you be racing for last place? Like, what kind of damage could you have done? Like, did you need data on that kind of degradation on your car? Like, it made no sense to me when they realized that they couldn't be in the points, why you wouldn't retire the car. I think that they were waiting to see if there was going to be an early safety car. And if so, if they could have come in and tried to, like, fix some of it, that was my initial – like, that was – what I'd think that they were maybe trying to do. And when they realized that wasn't going to happen and we were just like stuck at the bottom of the barrel that they were like, okay, well let's retire the car. But I think initially they were maybe hoping that there would be some sort of longer safety car or maybe, you know, delay so that they could maybe fix the car. Okay. I mean, I get like the hope, but at yeah. some point the logic needs to step in and be like, well, Hmm. If we don't get a safety car in the next six laps, we have to retire this car. Which is, I think, what they did. Like, I mean, they maybe let it, it go a little too long. It took them a long time to retire the yeah, car. Like, yeah. Way longer but, than it should have. And I don't remember Spa only being 44 laps. Has it always been a short one? I don't know. I, I It don't, felt really I short to me. Because, um, I mean, it was 44 laps, but I, I was like, I think it Is felt that? short to you because it usually has a massive delay. That's true. That could, that's actually very true. But you know who 
really impressed me. Actually, there's two. There's two really huh. impressive drives that like I kept watching being like, oh, shit. Alex Daniel Ricardo. Okay. <laughs> that was a hell of a drive. I don't yeah. know how he is finding the secret sauce in the Williams. I don't know if he has an extra Duracell battery that Logan doesn't get. I don't really know what's oh, going on. Oh, he's definitely getting there. something. But it's amazing. And I, you know I love Alex, but I was like, you do love Alex. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, love it so much for him. And he was picking pockets, just overtaking. And I was like, whoa, 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 this is great. I don't know why he wasn't mentioned for driver of the day, but like to <laughs> Yuki, I get Yuki had a drive. Yuki had a hell of a drive. And I'll be honest, I know you don't want to hear this either. Daniel Ricardo had a heck of a drive. Again, okay. he's, you know, fight. I was like, if they say, if he's coming in last place one more time, I'm never going to hear it from Danielle. I'm like, you got to stop that audio, Crofty. Please stop saying Danielle. Oh, I, and I did and I like, see it. I was like, ooh. Stop it. Stop it. A girl but can dream. He did great. Honestly, we'll get to fantasy in a minute, but he put eight points on the board. So I was like, okay. Thank you, Daniel. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm glad he's doing something for someone. He's doing things for me, and that's all that matters. That's fine. <laughs> I, yeah, he's doing things for a lot of people. Just nothing for me. I understand. I have no, no need. You're dead on no the inside, interest. and that's that's your. Fault. I am dead on the inside, but yeah. I own it, and I think that he's. You know what? I think that there's a lot of us out there. I think that we've been. <laughs> I think that we are uh, being held down by all the people that are like he's the best. But you know, I think that there's there are more of us out here. I, I think a lot think of men don't. There's find any him as Daniel appealing. Ricardo fan out there thinking that he's the best driver on the grid. Like, I would hope not. We're realistic about a lot of things as a Daniel Ricardo fan and saying that he's the best driver on the grid. I don't think any of us are going to be like, Oh yes. yes. Well, yeah, because that's yes. like patently false. <laughs> yeah. He's just delightful in so many other areas and can drive a car. So that's, it's ideal. I, I mean, there's a lot of people I know who are delightful and can drive a car. Well, on the Formula One grid, let me finish my sentence before you take it out of context and throw it like spaghetti on a wall. If it sticks. Well, just saying. <laughs> for, thank you for providing the additional context because, again, there's plenty of people who are delightful mm. who can drive a car. Uh, and I would rather just – I mean, I'm just – I personally, I'm just happy that he's not – like he's just where he belongs in the middle of the pack. Like he's just well, doing the same it. thing he care. did before. I mean, he didn't start here. That's I don't think that's where he'll finish. But you know this is fine. But moving okay. along, um, were you? They're not even making. Okay, hold on. One okay. more. They're not even making that great of content. Like I, I could if we're getting Daniel Ricardo back on a team. Like where's all the content? I think it's coming. He's been very okay. busy. He's but he's actually been like he had on Shantae shoots to do. He was supposed to be at a fight this weekend. Like he was like well, he's yeah, sorry, buddy, but work sketch. calls. Honestly, like, I don't know. Do you follow the Alpine account? Like, are you watching? Did they come in your well, feed? He's not on Alpine, so I don't have sorry. to worry about sorry. finding him worry. there. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, yes, I, I mean I do on our account. Okay, because they there's been some good ones like the the um say these words like the first person to laugh kind of thing like those are funny they've been they've been they, they're getting there there you can't force a fit with yuki you know what i mean you gotta okay. you gotta be just like you gotta let yuki come to you you gotta meet him where he is i and, just am disappointed you know yuki and pierre were such content powerhouses 
I know. But you don't know what really you, you have until it's with. gone. And we yeah. won't, that Pierre Yuki days are, oh, they were glorious. But did you see that Yuki said that he wouldn't be where he is right now without Pierre, which that made my heart just Aww. full of joy. That's so cute. Isn't that sweet? It is so sweet. Yeah. He's great. He is the best. He's so Love Yuki. Okay. So who was your driver of the day? Uh, driver of the day is going to go to Alex Albon. I thought he did a oh, yeah. spectacular job. Um, and uh, pole position. Hmm. I'm going to give it to Oscar Piastri because I really thought that he did the most this weekend and I was really proud of him. And they it, minus Sunday, you know what? Maybe I should take that back because um, <laughs> he didn't, he just got out of first third <laughs> and then he died. So that was terrible. Um, but I, as, as an over overall, I thought he Our did team, yeah. a hell of a race and he was put, <laughs> you know, they designed the McLaren this weekend to be great in wet weather, which it did amazing in the wet weather that it competed in on Saturday. So I really thought yeah. that he did a fantastic job. Um, and I, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to give my pole position to Charles Leclerc because yes. he did a great job. He stayed out of trouble. He kept his head down and he, he got podium. So I was like, whoa, Charles. <laughs> oh, big joy for Charles. He needed big that. Joy. We talked he about needed that. Week. Oh my gosh. I hope that it, it's going to give us a wink. I hope that maybe, maybe, you know, putting our little video out into the world, just was the little push that the universe needed to give him, you know, just he needed to some joy, getting some joy. And I got big joy from him in the, um, like, you know, the room, post-race room, cool whatever. Mm-hmm. What do they call it? The cool-down room. Um, just having, just getting to hear Sweet Charles chatterbox post-race um, was was a delight again. I really was hoping for a P2, but the best we could do was a P3, you know? And and I'm glad he was able to keep Lewis at bay. Yeah. It was, it was good stuff. And how about Lewis coming in and being like, I know I'm not going to catch the Ferrari, but I can snatch this fastest lap for Max Verstappen yeah. so that you don't walk away with a triple crown. Boop! Snatch. That no was a boss move. You. I'm here for that. Sir Lewis It said, was a boss move. No. I was also no. happy when Sir Lewis pitted because I said, oh, thank you. Because my heart can't take <laughs> I, it. Yeah, I was like, oh. My heart can't make take somebody snatching this. Recap. Very awkward. <laughs> I was like, I, I just, we cannot. I cannot take it. Please, yeah. please, like, don't take this from him. He needs this. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, uh, I was. That gave me big joy, and they got a little giggle. They got to talk. They were like, "What happened to Carlos?" Like, I was happy to. Yeah, I was happy to just hear him, seemingly with a tiny bit of joy in the back of his yes. throat. <laughs> love it. Love, love. He didn't sound like he was about to start crying, you know, like oh, I feel like the no, poor man has been he kept it together. You know, choking back tears <laughs> for where where he's been. So we're we would love to see it. Do you want to know mine? Yes. Okay. My driver of the day goes to I'm giving it to Max Verstappen. Oh. You know why? Because no. that guy is freaking good. And I hate it and it's boring. And like, it doesn't make for great racing, but God, he I just came up on that. Like it's only took him. So like it took him so few laps. Hold on. 
It took him so few laps. Like it would have taken anybody else so much longer. And he was like, I win. You lose. Goodbye. See you never. Like, yeah. And this is kind of how I feel like when they vote, when they put the vote up and it's like Max is on top. I'm like, okay, we get it. Like he's gotten driver of the year. So like, can we just take him out of the race for driver of the day and just let somebody else get a gold star just you know like just for morale for the rest of the grid and you know like we know max is amazing and he's a badass driver and he's got the best car and he's got the most support and he's got the girl does he need driver of the day too i mean well he gets it today on he gets it today on push push too because <laughs> he's won eight grand prix I know. in a row it's insane. I mean, he's amazing. Again, it's not like he doesn't deserve it. I get it. But could we just agree collectively that he always can get it? But let's yeah. give it to somebody else. Ellie said he could always get it. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, yes, I think that. Well, have you seen the, the graphics that are like the podium should just be like a one over here and Max. And then we should have two, three, four for everybody else. Agreed. We should. Um, yes. But yeah, today he gets my driver of the day because. He, and because he, he was big, he was big funny too. Like he was giving me the lulls. He was really good. I I was giving, I mean, it was boring to watch him win by 25 seconds again, but that yeah. is what it is. I know. It's the world we live in. And he said, out of my way, Checo, like get out. Like it was just, you know. Yeah. It was well, good. Then who was your pole I, position today? Pole or position, Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc. Okay. Excellent. Charles Leclerc. He needed it. We all needed it. The Ferrari yes. fans needed it. We need the joy. Yes. Charles Leclerc. Sweet, sweet Charles Leclerc. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, we needed that joy. All right. You yeah, want to talk about some news? Let's talk about Otmar. Oh. Because. It's just it's like no... when your dad loses his job, you just get sad. You're like, God, dad, I'm so sorry. Oh, and it's terrible. It's just terrible. Uh, Sunday, July 30th marks the final day for Otmar Snaz. I, you know, it's, I can't even do it as Alpine as Alpine team boss. And a guy who has never tried to break out some golden line signed off with perhaps his best yet. Uh, where is it? Let's, where is he? <laughs> okay. Grand Prix Sunday in Belgium then was Snapper's final day with the team in an attempt to put some visual visualization on his belief that he was not given enough time to improve the team. He came up with a phrase, which he apparently always uses. I always say you can't get nine women pregnant and hope you have a baby in a month. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> he said, you guys didn't give me enough time, bitches. Uh, to be fair, I am I agree with it. Like, what do they want him to do? Oh, with... I know. I agree, too. This was a I mean... knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. Like, it was a full knee-jerk and he should have like I this just seems silly. It does seem silly. And the rumor that Benito is going to replace him. Oh, I hate that. I hate that so much. I'm like, you can't go from Otmar to Benito and think that that's really a step up. I mean, we saw the hole that you dug for Ferrari. Alpine, you don't have that good of a car to keep you out of a deeper hole. So like, yeah, I'm not sure this is direction where you think you're like, this isn't the direction you, you need to go. No, I think it's, I think it's silly and I think they should have waited to the end of the season, but whatever, Agreed. you know, what 
Do you think Nobody. there's friction between drivers and team principal? Do you think that that has anything to do with it? I mean, I haven't heard that as a rumor. I'm just like the speculation to me is just very like, it's just interesting that this It does is, seem like the dynamics were off. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, Alain Prost has launched a scathing attack on Alpine's faltering Formula One team, labeling recently departed CEO Laurent Rossi, quote, incompetent and an example of the corporate influence which has taken a hold of the team. On Friday, Alpine confirmed the departure, blah, blah, blah. A week after it was confirmed, Rossi had been replaced as CEO by Philippe Kreef and moved to work on special projects for the wider Renault group. Four-time champion Prost was named executive director of Renault when it returned to F1 in 2015 and stayed through the rebrand in 2021 before leaving the role last year. Quote, I love this team and I am saddened and distressed to see it in its current state. Prost wrote in a column for Keep. It deserves better and has everything it needs to succeed. I simply believe you need to rely on history to understand what went wrong. If you look at the great success stories for the last 30 years, you will see a simple structure. Unlike an industrial organization chart built around three or four strong personalities coupled with a winning driver. Prost reversed his hardest, reversed his hardest criticisms for Rossi saying his fellow countrymen was a perfect example of the Dunning-Kruger effect, which he explained as, quote, that of an incapable leader who thinks he can overcome his incompetence by his arrogance and his lack of humanity towards his troops. Woo! Wow. 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 The man who was the boss of Alpine for 18 months thought he had understood everything from the start when he was totally misguided. His management broke the momentum that had been in place since 2016 to achieve these podiums and this victory. He basically said, this guy sucks and he's the reason why everything is falling apart. Yikes. Which basically means not Otmar. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, silly season is going to give us a lot of rumors and it's going to just really make it interesting while we have this three week break. Who do you think's the first to get canned? Well, obviously Otmar was the first to get canned. Um, no, but I mean like driver. Oh, who's your first driver that hits the road? Checo. <laughs> Sayonara, but I buddy. thought his contract goes through next year. I think it's up in 24. Like I think. Oh. I thought he I, signed I an extension. He has a seat next year. I will double check that, but like, I don't know. Um, I thought at the beginning of the year he signed like a an extension. Oh, I don't know. Let's look. Let's see. Um, Sergio Perez contract. It ends in 2024. Oh, okay. So his contract is until the end of 2024. If that really means anything at Red Bull. Yeah. I mean, you could obviously like buy out the contract or whatever. Do you want to know all the drivers whose contracts end at the end of this year? I do. Okay. Lewis, but we are not worried. Logan Sargent. He's my pick. First out. Yeah. Yuki Tsunoda. Daniel Ricciardo. Kevin Magnuson. He could be gone. Nico Hulkenberg. Guan Yu. And that's it. Okay. So out of those, out of who that, do you think is the first to go? Logan. Yeah. hundred percent. He's gone. He's I gone. Think so. Bye-bye. Love you so um, much, but you're coming back to the U.S. of A. I don't, honestly, Yuki's, I don't know, like, I don't know where Yuki would go. I think he would stay at AlphaTauri, but like for, on a two-year contract. I don't think he's going to sign like a long-term deal no, with him I because with I think he's a good enough driver that someone in a better car is going to snatch him up. Yeah, I think that he's 
he's still there for a couple of years. I don't think anybody else is like in desperate peril of like goodbye. I could see Haas Do you think going Joe? younger. Do you think Joe's going to yeah. go or? I don't know. Yeah. Um, on this article that talks about it, the rumor mill is currently quiet around Joe's future, suggesting that he's doing just enough to ex- perhaps extend his F1 stay for a further year. I mean, I know that it's also okay. like very valuable for sponsors to have a, a Chinese driver because it makes, you know, yeah. it's a huge marketing opportunity for a giant audience. So agreed. Yeah. I think so he's I done think pretty maybe well. The money like, keeps him here. Yeah. And I think he's done well enough. Like I think that coupled with being halfway decent, like it's not like he's been a failure of any sort. So I think that he's, he's great at the sprint. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not, he's not, it's not terrible. I mean, he's no, not like no. a, Super like competitive a midfield yeah. driver, but like he's certainly not the worst on the grid. No, and I think that no. like that matched with like the marketing op- opportunities in China, like, yeah, make him I agree. extra appealing. And I don't even think Nico and K-Mag, I love Nico I, Honestly, I don't. I love him. I do too. And I don't like I don't think that they're really in jeopardy of losing their job. Like who else is gonna go to Haas? The only thing is that they would want a, a younger driver, but I don't feel like the buzz this year as is as like I feel like last year everyone was like, We need younger drivers, like with Piastri and Sargent, and they were like, you know, they were talking what's the Colton guy from the U- the US. Like there was all these people who are being like, We gotta get this guy, we gotta get this guy. I feel like we've lost a little of that. Like we've gotta get some of these younger guys in I ha- I don't feel like we're hearing as much that this year I agree and here's here's kind of where I think Haas is Haas is like the Chick-fil-a of the grid like everybody loves them but they're just yes, not available 100%. on Sunday like it's just yeah. you know like <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's a good one Shannon thanks but it's true it's they, true I mean it's but true like, name something you don't like about Haas I can't think of anything I can't think of one. I mean, maybe I would like for them to be you know, more like competitive as a car, but like they're they're doing. It's not like they're not showing they're doing up. The best they like, can. On, they're, they, yeah, they're they're doing what they can over there, and it's again they don't have the money. Like it's just there's only so much you can play when you're like you only beat the buy-in, right? Like you have yeah. you only beat the minimum. And like, you're like, I can't afford to adorn this crab leg with my, with my dinner because I can't afford it, but I'm going to sit at the table. <laughs> Haas needs to up their merch game. And if they would up their merch game, they could drive some additional revenue, not enough to really like, you know, close the gap, but we could really, you know, get some more revenue if we could get some better, some better merch. Because I'd buy some some Haas merch, but all of the Haas merch looks like it's like sold. It's like what the business bros wear on the airplanes. Like it's just all yeah. like polos. They all look like they're going to like a sales conference. They do. But I did <laughs> like I did. I The one shirt that I did buy at the Miami GP was the Haas shirt because that was the hottest one outside of McLaren had it on lock. But I was well, like, I'm not buying McLaren amazing. merch. Yeah. But Haas really came through with their Miami GP. And I was like, that is, that's my favorite. I'm going to get that one. I mean, I I have no complaints against Haas. Like, I mean, I wish that they could get the car to, it's the car is great in qualifying and the car is great for a few laps. It just can't sustain a full race. 
Agreed. Agreed. But I love Kevin. I love Nico. Keep them. Love them. Yeah. That's it. I love no complaints. Like I don't I wouldn't change anything over there. I would I honestly don't even want another driver to to even like consider going to Haas. I'm like, no, 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 no. These two, these two are at Haas and that's it. Like that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's what we need. That's good. I love yeah. them both. Leave them alone. Yeah. Do you think Lewis makes them like I mean, I don't, but No. But again, like, I don't know. I, I just don't know how much longer we have Lewis in the sport. Like at yeah. some point, I think he's just gonna be like I don't really think I care about an eighth world title that much that I want to yeah. stay in it that much longer. You know, like I think I he's think gonna he's, bore of it. He's I just gonna so be too. like, and what else am I supposed to do here? Yeah, and he's got other he's got other that, interests, you know, spark joy, and bring him happiness, and like he's gonna save the world. So like, let him go. Just let him go do his thing. Yeah, no, I agree. I just think he's gonna bore of it. Like, I think he probably wants to get back on the. I think he wants to win a couple, maybe a couple more races. Like, I don't think yeah. he's thinks he's going to get another world champ, like a world title anytime I think, in the next maybe two years. So it's like, maybe I just get a few more podiums and then I like go kick it with my rich friends. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if like there's some really amazing technical designs that are coming for next year's car yeah and i think that he would be like i have thoughts i think i'm the guy to make this happen but give me one more year with the best yeah. fucking car that mercedes can ever make and then if i can't do it after that i'm out well we've already talked about how they've like kind of kicked the can down the road anyways and have been like we're not even going to keep messing with this year we're just going to go yeah like we're going to move our attention we've got this car as good as we can get it we're going to move our attention to 2024 and yes. so i think if they could give him a good showing for next year. Like he's like, I'm making the changes. We're going to get it right. We're going to get it right. We're going to get it tight. We're yeah. going to get going. And then he's going to say like, let's see what we can do in 2024. And then I'm, I'm out. Yeah. I do think that because right now, and I, I, again, I don't understand the math on this. Um, going into the Belgian Grand Prix, he was behind Fernando by one point in for third place in the constructors. Yeah. But even after everything finished, he's still by behind Fernando by one point in the constructors. I'm like, but you had a higher place than him, a higher finish. But and what, how you did had Fernando do? So like, I don't understand. But there were points in the sprint race. So how did. True. Okay. And Lewis. And he lost five points or five he places. He lost that penalty. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's how it was. That's got to okay. be what it was. For me, I think if he just beats Fernando and, and can get third in the constructors, I'm like, let's go. And honestly, well, the Aston Martin's fallen apart in the second half of the season. It really has. A, and a boss. And now it's like, where are you, where are you? Guys, you know what? I don't think I've watered Fernando Alonso in like two weeks, maybe three. <gasps> Am Why I, would you stop watering one of your plans? Because I forget about him. He just like hangs out in the quarters sometimes and doesn't need much. Shoot. <laughs> Yeah, it's you. Yeah, maybe it is me. It's you. You're I water the problem. all my other ones and look how good they're doing. Well, Carlos, what'd you do to him this week? I didn't water him or or Charles this week. Well, Charles didn't need your water. He didn't need my water. He's closest to the sun. He's fine. <laughs> well, obviously, he's closest to the sun. He's closest to our Lord. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Well, this was a fun race. I am Ooh. so excited for silly season. Where yes. do you think the coolest place someone's going to go on vacation? Oh, well, I am going to work on uh, 
summer bingo. bingo. So that's that's going to come out. You guys don't worry about that. We'll get that out ASAP. But I mean, we're going to see lots of yachts. We're going to see a lot of tropical things. Um, you think I Carlos can't wait goes to, go to, to Mallorca? I know. I can't lots wait till he goes of, to Mallorca. Yeah, I love it when he goes to America. Um, I want to see that giant, beautiful dining table on the sea yes. with the whole science family around. Co- yes. Cousin Carlos. <sighs> I know. I wait for it all year. I do too. I do too. Um, I think we're going to get some... I don't know. I think this is like a really relaxing. I don't think there's going to be a lot of like party South, you know, like, like Malaysia travel. I don't think we're going that deep into our holiday. I think we're getting a lot of like relaxing, unplugging kind of holiday. I just, for some reason, don't feel like there's a lot of like super aggressive travel top. going on. Okay. That's my thought. Well, I could be wrong. could be wrong. I, think I feel we're like we're going to get somebody like is going to be hitting like a mountain. I think somebody is going to be, I think we're going to get a lot of Monaco, a lot of like at home on the yacht. Okay. You know, yeah. Like, at home on the yacht. I could see that. I'm going to um, see, I'm going to predict George and Carmen on a sailboat of some sort. And by sailboat, I still mean like sailboat yacht, but yes. super sailboat, <laughs> but I see them doing some sailboat, sailboat work. Okay. Sailboat work. I like it. I like it. Lewis is definitely going to be on a jet ski. He's going to be doing so much water sports. All the water sports. All the water sports. Yes. He's going to be on that one that like is like a jet ski, but also looks like, you know, the one that's like a, yeah, like, like a scooter. In the water. Yeah. yeah, it has a remote. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see that. Do you think we're going to get Shakira? Oh, Shakira sighting? So. Shakira, Shakira. Oh, God, I hope so. I know. Yeah. Mm, I so hope good. so because maybe that's why he didn't do so well at the last race. Shakira wasn't there. He did well. He did. Mean, he just didn't get well, on the podium, but right. But when Shakira's there, he podiums. Yeah. All right. She's going to need to buckle down. I hope she's not on tour right now because we need her. I don't. Think we so. need her on the grid. We need her on the grid. Yeah, I bet. Um, I bet one of them goes to the. I bet we get some um, women's World Cup stop-ins. Yes. Oh yeah. I would yeah. love that. I would love mm-hmm. that too. That'd be so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think okay. we get some women's World Cup finals maybe i'm i don't know the exact timing of all that but i feel like when we get to the knockout stage we're going to get some players at they love a sporting event they love soccer they do which is i mean i love that for them like i think that it's a um like a like the crossovers that i love are like the sport crossovers i'm like yeah this is is nice and new zealand's beautiful i mean it is winter there right that right now so maybe not but you know who knows hey throwing it out there um, I do want to give a quick shout out to our uh, Belgium Grand Prix fantasy winners for. Um, whoop, whoop. Okay, Toto Eclipse of the Heart. You oh, are one in of my favorite names. First place. Um, second team. You're in second place. So good we for you. Got a big shakeup, <laughs> a big mix up at the top yeah. of the standings. Tickle Me Tarmac oh. is in third. Cousin Carlos is in fourth. And then my own daughter. Red Bull is on Red Bull is in fifth place. Look ah, at that. A real yeah. shakeup at the top. Well, sorry. This is just for the, the oh, Belgian. This is just the Belgian. Yeah. Grand so Prix. like overall, ah. let me give you the overall. Overall. Cousin Carlos is first, which is Ooh, a new, yeah, a new now, leader. Well, they're actually tied with Stream Aus 23. So like Cousin Carlos, yeah. they got 35, 21 is their, their total point. So first and second are tied. 
Um, Max fan for life, you're in third. Max Dissy is in fourth. And then I, it's the kissy sign, Hammy is in fifth. So doing great. You guys are doing really well on on that. Applause My husband is still in 15th place our- and he loves to hear when we give him shout outs on the pod for always beating his wife in fantasy. So there you go, Dan. You go, Dan. Yeah, look at that. You go. Uh, well, Dan will be happy to know that it took me a lot longer too to to dog on Daniel Ricardo because he's always texting me about that too. So you he know. does. Yeah, he does. I know. I'll I be here every that. week as long as he's on the grid, or even if he's not, I'll be here to share my opinions on him. Haters gonna hate y'all. Haters gonna hate. Haters gonna <laughs> hate. Have you bought any new Enchante merch though? I feel like he's been really churning out the merch. No, I um I really liked this Spritz collection, but the last sweatshirt, like I like a set, but I don't love the fit of the sweatshorts. It's like a weird seam and it's very thick. And like I've heard you just got to like wear it a lot, but it's so it's been so hot. Like I can't wear sweatshorts yeah, in this heat. So I'm in. like, I really that's a winter, a fall activity of breaking that stuff in. So I don't know. I don't. However, I've been wearing my Gator Tour bucket hat all summer. I love that hat. It's it's been great. You do so, love that. I do love that hat. Um, but the the Spritz collection, which again, my favorite cocktail and my favorite driver. I'm gonna have to just. I'm gonna have to buy something because it's just too much. Buckle it's too down. Big. It's buckled down. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to get some. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's a wrap for us. I'm excited okay. for silly season. If something Same. crazy happens, I feel like we may have to just pop in. We got this new way to record, so I could just do it from my phone because I am heading Yay! west. Oh I'm gosh, also what? going on holiday, yeah. guys. And if you see somebody out west, because you know the strolls I don't love think to go I out will. west. So, well, I'll be in Bend, Oregon. So come through, F1 people. I don't think they will, but you never know. It is so hot right now. Like you know. I think temperature wise and of, of a moment. So yeah, heading, heading West. But if something crazy happens in the next week, we could just do a little pop in recording. Cause you know, we gotta be so easy. stay on, yes. stay yeah. on the, the pulse of all we things. We can keep F1. the pulse going. We've got a way now and it's going to be great. Yeah. And if you want to stick with the pulse of p- push, push, you should follow us at F1 push, push, on Instagram and TikTok. We're getting we're heading back to the talks, I think. Maybe. I don't know. And F1 Push Push Pod on Twitter. We're also on threads, uh, just the same as our IG. Yes. And mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> Shannon's has been asked if we have if you have to rate and review the podcast every week. No, you don't. We just are asking if you ever, if you never have, if this is your first time <laughs> popping in, we would love if you would rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. It would make us happier. Oh gosh. It would make us happier than a driver on silly season (laughs) (laughs) on holiday. And until next time, push, push. 